Hey everybody, so you probably didn't expect to hear from us today. It is Wednesday as of when we're recording this, August 18th. It is about four o'clock in the afternoon. I'm not sure when we're going to get this posted, if it'll be later this evening or even tomorrow morning, but we just felt the need to talk about what's going on in Afghanistan right now, and I know that there are a lot of different things being shared and posted and uploaded about what's going on, and so we just want to make this quick, but we also want to take the time to pray for what's going on because I haven't seen a lot of people just actually have this specific prayer time. And so we're going to encourage you in this episode to pray with us, like stop what you're doing, lay it down, like completely walk away from whatever you're doing right now if you can, whether it's making supper or uh, you're at work or whatever, like if you can walk away from what you're doing and spend this time with us in prayer for our brothers and sisters. And Maddie and I wanted to have a little bit of a conversation here about why we should care about what's going on in Afghanistan. And I'm not sure, hopefully y'all know what's going on. I think that we've seen enough in the news over the past couple of days to know generally what's going on over there. But if you haven't heard, Specifically, the Taliban has been putting out messages to the underground church, to pastors, to the Christians there in Afghanistan and telling them that they know where they are and that they're coming for them. And uh, most of them are expecting to meet Jesus very, very soon. And so I just want to have this very fervent prayer time for our brothers and sisters. Y'all have heard us say it before, just a couple months ago, talking about what was happening in Myanmar. And um, this is this is kind of the same deal. We're seeing a lot of terrible, terrible, heartbreaking things going on, and these people are hurting, and so we need to remember. Guys, I said it in the Myanmar episode that we did, the panel discussion that we had with Ta and Zing at the Chin Church, that a hurt to them is a hurt to us, and I have no doubt in my mind that those people, those Christians over there in the underground church, they're thriving, they're truly seeking the heart of God, and I know that they would be praying for us Mm -hmm. if something crazy was happening over here. I don't know. I am very, very heartbroken over the fact that the American church really doesn't care. (laughs) Um, We really don't care. And that's just being brutally honest. I know that there are a few of us who actually care. Like a hurt to them is a hurt to us and we feel it and we're heartbroken over it. But how heartbroken are we over it? Like, are we willing to spend hours in prayer? Are we willing to get on our knees and be an intercessor for them on their behalf, many are fleeing to the hills and the mountains just to try to escape from the Taliban. And guys, this needs to be a time where we are truly devoted to prayer. And I know that people think that prayer doesn't do all that much or we don't really get to see the result right away, but guys, they would pray fervently for us. And I know that it makes an impact. And that's what we can do right now. And that's what we should be doing right now. We should care. Would we actually be willing to put our lives on the line for Christ? Yeah, I really have just been thinking about the church in Afghanistan a lot mm-hmm. over the past couple of days, as I'm, I'm sure a lot of us have, but I think that we need to do a heck of a lot more than just think about them. And even Lily and I are guilty of not mm-hmm. taking those hours and right. just praying for them. A lot of times we fall into that, like, I'll just think about them, keep Mm -hmm. them in the back of my mind. And I'm not saying that that's bad. Like, do that. Be praying for them. Even if you haven't set aside, like, a specific amount of time where you're just going to pray, you're not going to do anything else. Mm -hmm. Because we do need to be praying without ceasing. Scripture tells us to do that. But really, right now, I think we really need to be praying without ceasing for the church in Afghanistan. And I just can't even 
imagine Mm -hmm. the amount of stress that they're experiencing right now. Wow. I can't even begin to think about how much, honestly, how much they may be panicking or how Mm -hmm. fearful they may be because we all know that as Christians, when we think about persecution for them, Mm -hmm. they're experiencing the persecution. We're not going to be completely fearless, but hopefully we all have that underlying eternal peace Mm -hmm. of we know whatever happens, things are going to be okay. If that means that we go and meet Jesus, then Mm -hmm. that's great. Like, that's what we're striving towards with Christianity. But I just can't even imagine all the things that they're experiencing right now, the fear and just the feeling of needing to hide or needing Mm -hmm. to escape, just the lengths that they're willing to go to to get out of all that. So it's been on our hearts. We were talking about it with our mom yesterday and saying, like, what on earth can we actually Mm -hmm. do? I know all of us say that at one time or another during big crises, but I think that with this, we like actually need to pray. Like, Mm -hmm. get your churches together, get your Bible study groups together, and set aside that hour or that 30 minutes even Mm -hmm. to pray. I would encourage you to take longer than 30 minutes because this is definitely a worthy cause to spend Mm -hmm. your time on. And like Lily said, I'm sure all of them would really be praying for us if we were experiencing the same kind of persecution that they are. I mean, I know that Lily already said this, but I feel like the American church really isn't burdened enough Mm -hmm. with the worry that we should be experiencing for them, that hurting feeling that we should be experiencing. Because even me just like thinking about it, Mm -hmm. I get stressed. I feel my heart rate increase and, you know, it's just completely and utterly terrifying to think about being in that situation. I think the American church really needs to get past the selfishness that we're experiencing right now, quite honestly. Because that's what it is. It's selfishness. We're just looking at ourselves and we're thinking we're not experiencing persecution. So we're all good. We'll meet together on Sundays and Wednesdays and Mm -hmm. go about our business. And I hope that your church, if you're going to a church, I hope that they have done something to pray for Afghanistan or your pastor has talked Mm -hmm. about it a little bit or something. But honestly, even for those of us who are concerned about it, I think that we can even be praying a lot more because Mm -hmm. even Lily and I can get caught up in that selfishness of, well, we're not experiencing that persecution right Right. now. So it's kind of hard to put yourself in their shoes. But when you really get thinking about all the things that are going on over there, like, I don't know how we can help but not start praying and start just intercessing for them because Mm -hmm. I know that they're praying for themselves and they're praying for the people around them, but there is something powerful when all of the believers Mm -hmm. get together and start praying in one accord for the same thing. Like that Mm -hmm. is just powerful. And I know that the Lord really blesses that. So that's just what we really wanted to talk about today of just how we really need to get past that selfishness and Mm -hmm. start trying to put yourself in their shoes. I know that we could never really feel what they're going through. Hopefully, we never have to, but I think that we really do need to get together in groups, even if it's just your family taking time. Mm -hmm. Like, do it. Pray for them because they really, really need it, and I'm sure they're expecting us to pray for them because they would be doing the same thing for us. Absolutely. And I I just thinking about this, like they have more to risk by praying for us than we will ever risk praying for them. They risk their lives going to their underground churches to meet and to pray 
for us all the time. Like they do it all the time. And I've heard different missionaries talk about that. I know that we talked about Park, the Korean guy that we met Mm -hmm. and his mom walking miles and miles to pray for him in North Korea. Like these things are real, guys. These people love Jesus with all of their hearts and they love us with all of their hearts, even though they haven't even met us. And they're willing to risk their lives just to pray for us because that's how much they believe in the power of prayer. Now, I want to ask the American church, do we believe that? Are we willing to risk that much? Like, are we even willing to take 10 minutes out of our day, drop everything we're doing to pray for them Mm -hmm. and be genuine about it? Like, that's how selfish we've gotten in the American church. We're not risking our lives to pray for them right now. And I feel bad that we're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, their lives are on the line and and we're over here like, oh, we can't do that because, you know, I have to go make supper or I have to go pick up dinner, you know, at my favorite restaurant and I can't do that. Like, just think through that, right? The excuses that we make for things like that are like, we just can't do that anymore. So I want to read the scripture to you to just kind of set the tone for this prayer time that we're going to have together. And it comes from Psalm 84 and the title in my Bible for this chapter is Longing for God's House. And I think that this is so appropriate for this prayer time that we're going to have together. It says, How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord of armies. I long and yearn for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh cry out for the living God. Even a sparrow finds a home and a swallow a nest for herself where she places her young. Near your altars, Lord of armies, my King and my God. How happy are those who reside in your house who praise you continually. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a source of spring water. Even the autumn rain will cover it with blessings. They go from strength to strength. Each appears before God in Zion. Lord God of armies, hear my prayer. Listen, God of Jacob. Consider our shield, God. Look on the face of your anointed one. Better a day in your courts than a thousand anywhere else. I would rather stand at the threshold of the house of my God than live in the tents of wicked people. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord grants favor and honor. He does not withhold the good from those who live with integrity. Happy is the person who trusts in you, Lord of armies. I love how it starts out with that we need to cry out for the living God. I think that this is just so powerful for the American church. This needs to be our reminder that we need to cry out to God for these people who are suffering right now, who are experiencing persecution, and the least we can do is pray for them. And I think that we need to recognize the power in that. We have the ability to go before the throne, to intercess on their behalf, and I think that we just need to fix our mindset about that. So, Maddie, I want you to start us off in some prayer here, and we'll just spend some time praying for the people in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. All right, let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for this day and for this episode, even though it's not exactly encouraging. I pray that you would just help the Christians specifically in Afghanistan who are experiencing a lot of persecution right now. We know that you're watching over them already, but we just pray that you would be with them, that you would comfort them, that you would take all the stress that they're experiencing, and that you would just give them peace and that you would keep them calm. I pray that you would just protect them, help the Taliban not be able to target any of them, that they would lose track of them, and that they would be able to either leave the country or continue meeting together and 
and praising you and praying and worshiping you. I pray that you would just help us as the American church to really put aside our selfishness and that we would just stop looking at ourselves, but that we would look at the church in Afghanistan and really just be pleading with you on their behalf and that we would just be so concerned for them and that our hearts would break for them and that we would experience some of the stress that they're experiencing and that they would just be very heavy on our hearts and that we would sacrifice however much time to really just be praying for them and be asking you to protect them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Alrighty, guys, that is our episode. Um, I know that, as Maddie said, it wasn't exactly uh, what we wanted to record. You know, it's not something that we wanted to talk about today, but it's something that is on our hearts and I know on so many other hearts as well. And so I just want to encourage you guys, if this blessed you, send this episode to a friend that may also need that encouragement or that challenge to pray and just be reminded of other Christians that are suffering and being persecuted for their faith. And I want to encourage y'all to let's be thinking about if we would pay that cost as well, like completely. Like, are we sold out? Are we living radically for him? Because these people are, and it's inspiring, and it is motivating to me to see others who are like, yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my everything Mm -hmm. to Jesus because I love him that much. They're united. They're doing this together, and that just inspires me as a Christian. That gives me hope that there are other people who love him and want to serve him. So thank you guys so much for listening, for praying with us. Continue praying, and uh, we will talk to you on Monday. Bye, guys.